0: The Bakers of Weber's Bread presents your all-star Western Theater, recorded earlier for release at this time.
1: Drifting along, singing a song under a Western
2: moon. From Hollywood comes your all-star Western Theater, starring America's great Western singers, Foy Willing and the Riders of The Purple Sage bringing you the music, the stories, and the spirit of the great open spaces. Today's special guest, the great folk singer, Eddie Arnold. But now, here are the riders of the Purple Sage. I
1: oh, at the break of the day,
3: I ride along with a song in my heart all the way. I find an open range, a land that is free. Not where the skies are blue keep smiling down on me When the sun goes to rest on the rim of the west The moon above will return and the campers will burn To the stars above I'll sing of my love With a sagebrush symphony In the sigh of the breeze And all day long There's a song from the birds in the trees When the stars come creeping into the sky A lonely fairy lobe will sing a lullaby You'll hear the call of the wild In the twilight beguile You'll hear them blend at the end In melodious style When the echoes fade This sweet serenade Is the sagebrush symphony e- And hello. It's good to be back with you again, bringing you our Western songs and stories. And speaking of Western songs, here's one that kind of hits the spot with a cowboy who likes to sing a song of yesteryear. We especially like it and hope you do, too. Sometimes.
1: Sometimes To every lonely one
4: sometime, Someone Comes alone
1: Somewhere
0: I saw. It has a good homey quality, like Weber's bread. You know, it's true that Weber's bakers make hundreds of thousands of loaves of bread each day for Southern California housewives. But it's also true that each individual loaf has all the flavor and freshness of the best home-baked bread. That's because few housewives, busy with cleaning, getting meals, taking care of the children, could possibly give their bread all the care and attention that is given to each loaf of Weber's bread. Baking fine, tender bread is all the bakers of Weber's bread have on their minds. That's why each loaf of Weber's bread has all the good-tasting freshness you associate with home-baked bread and all the quality you associate with Weber's bread. So always buy Weber's, the good bread in the blue and white gingham wrapper.
3: And now, friends, the boys and I have a real treat for you. We want you to meet one of the greatest folk singers of all time, Tennessee's own Eddie Arnold. Hello, folks. Boy, it's mighty nice of you to invite me to your all-star western theater, and I want to thank you. Oh, don't thank me, Eddie. We had a selfish reason. We want to hear you
4: sing. Uh, Maybe something I did on Victor Records? That's right. It's a sin? It is. Listen and you'll see. 'Cause I know our love can never be. It's
1: a sin
4: to keep this memory of you. When silence proves that you've forgotten me, the dream I built for us has tumbled. Each promise broken, like my heart. My darling, how I love you, so much in love, and yet so far apart. It's a sin to hide behind this heartache, to make believe that I've found someone new. It's a sin to say that I don't miss you When people know I'm still in love with you I'm sure you're happy with another Who shares the love I couldn't
1: win Why pretend
4: that I can blue without you When deep inside, I know that it's a sin. Oh, Eddie, that was really great. Just like
3: we thought it would be. Well, Foy, what about you and the boys and me doing one together? Eddie singing with you is a privilege we aren't going to overlook. So if you'll just take a front row seat while we tell our story, we'll get together right
2: after it. Oh, okay. Good now. (laughs) Okay. All right, Terry, take over. Well, few folks believe in ghosts. Least of all, Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, or so they say. Still in all, today's story is one they call The Ghost of Little Deer Canyon. As all Westerners and most tourists know, there are so many beautiful canyons in the mountain country that it's difficult to say which particular canyon has been most graced with nature's unsurpassable handicraft. There are canyons which are stark and unchanging, canyons with streams or rivers, canyons that are dry and canyons with lush vegetation bounded by softly rising foothills. Such a canyon as the last is Little Deer Canyon, almost idyllic in its beauty, and fiercely loved by the half-dozen families who have small ranches there. And it was in Little Deer Canyon that there suddenly appeared a ghost. The riders of the Purple Sage know Little Deer Canyon well. They've ridden through many times. They're acquainted with the families living there. Through the grapevine, they've heard of the strange appearance of the ghost. And they've come to investigate. Little Deer
3: Canyon. Pretty as ever.
5: Garden spot, that's what it is. And the best place in the world to have a picnic.
3: Boy, I do declare, it doesn't seem possible to me that folks would believe there's a ghost in this canyon. I know, Al. There's something mighty peculiar going on. Ghost? There ain't no such. Don't be too sure, Johnny. Boy, do you believe in ghosts? I didn't say that. But there's a lot of things that go on, and nobody's been able to explain them yet. Al, do you believe in ghosts? Don't try to pin me down, son. Boys, you ready to pick a camping spot for tonight? I am. Yeah, a ghost-proof one. <laughs> <laughs> How does that little fan of Aspen strike you there by the river? Looks okay, fine. by me. Let's pull off down there, then. Easy there. Stand there, girl. No wondering about I always did favor Little Deer River. It's so peaceful. You know what burns me up? Okay, I'll stooge. (laughs) What burns you up, Johnny? Well, here's a pretty little stream and a thirsty cowboy can't drink out of it. Seems silly. Here's the water bag, Johnny. Yeah, that's what I mean. You gotta be careful of typhoid fever. And that water's as clear as a bell. However clear a bell is. You know, boys, this makes me think. Ridiculous. Now, wait, give me a chance. I was thinking... There's probably typhoid germs in Little Deer River there. Well, likely so. But you can't see them. That's right. And there's supposed to be a ghost in Little Deer Canyon, but you can't see him. Well, is there a connection? Sure, Al. Oh, I get it we get the ghost to drink out of the river, and he gets typhoid fever. Oh, dry up, will you? Oh. I mean, if we wanted to take the trouble, we could see the typhoid germs by hunting and looking through a microscope. Oh, I see, Al. Boy's gonna hunt the ghost with a microscope, whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, to find the ghost the same way, I'd find the typhoid germ. Hunt it down. Two-gun willing to the rescue. <laughs> oh, you guys. Hello. Hello. Hey, it's Jim Gardner. Hello, Jim. Hello, boys. Look, fellas, he's got everything loaded into his wagon. I was just noticing that, Johnny. Well, he was one of the proudest homesteaders around here. Yeah, sure seems funny. He's leaving. The ghost. You really think so, Foy? Shh. Well, Jim, by golly, how are you? Nervous, Foy, nervous. Oh, hello, Johnny. L. How, how are, are you, see Jim? you, Jim? I guess I don't need to ask what you're so nervous about, Jim. The ghost in Little Deer Canyon. You're moving out, Jim?
5: Yeah, for I sold. To who? A young fella, new around here. Andy Sequus,
3: his name is. Hmm. Andy Sequus, He's not afraid of the ghost, I guess. And he says we're all fools. He says... Uh... Jim, what do you mean, we're all fools? Why, shoot, boy.
5: Everybody's leaving little deer.
3: You mean you're all being scared out by a ghost?
5: Well, if I was alone, like Sequus, I'd stay. But I got a wife expecting, two small kids, and they're nearly
3: out of their heads with fear. Well, what scared them, Jim? The ghost. Yeah, we've heard about the ghost, but I mean, did you see anything? Heard it? Heard it, huh? What did it sound like, Jim?
5: Worst sound a mortal man ever had to listen to.
3: What kind of a sound, Jim?
5: Boy, I I don't hardly know how to describe it. it. It cuts through your head like a bread knife. You can't get away from it fills the whole doggone canyon. Gosh,
3: how do you mean it fills the canyon?
5: I mean it fills the canyon. You, you, you can't hide your head under a pillar or nothing like that. You can't get away from it.
3: How often do you hear it, Jim?
5: Well, it's been going on most every night, three weeks or more.
3: Never happens in the daytime, I suppose. Oh, no. Anybody ever say what kind of a ghost it was or whose ghost?
5: Well, somebody told Andy Sequist it was the ghost of an Indian chief. It was the head of the tribe. Used to live in this canyon.
3: Well, that sounds logical.
5: Andy, don't believe it. But I don't know. Jim, he...
3: you say you sold your place to this Andy Sequus? Yeah, and he's welcome to it. Anybody else sold out to him?
5: Well, there's only one family left, the Cutlers. They'll be selling out for long.
3: Well, great jumping, gee, Hawsey fast. The ghost has really cleaned out Little Deer Canyon. Sure
5: has, Al. Well, I gotta get back to the wagon. I'll see you, boys. Hey, Jim, you think the ghost will howl tonight? He'll howl. You bet he'll howl. <laughs>
3: another log on the fire? I don't think so, Johnny. We'll be turning in shortly. (laughs) What's eating you? Oh, I'm writing a song. That's all, brother. Listen. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you, this is an Indian song. Who does the hunting when the chief is out haunting? Who does the flinting when the chief is out hinting? Who does the planting when the chief is out ranting? I know, never fear that. Al. Huh? What was that second line again? Hey, you like my song, boy? No. But what was that second line? Oh, well, uh, who does the flinting when the chief is out hinting? I think. Oh. Yes, sir? I think that's the key. To what? Somebody's hinting.
1: What?
3: What do you think that was, hmm? Who's got the castanets? That's my teeth. Johnny, let go of me. I can't! Who does the hunting when the chief is out of hunting? Boys, listen. There'll be some more. Oh, no. Well, I, I tell you, fellas, I, I think I'm pretty brave most times, but right now my blood's running mighty cold. Mine stopped running. Can you guys tell where that's coming from? No, and I ain't sure I want to. Be serious. I'm serious and Chief clanking chains? go doesn't clank very loud. Boy, the sound is all around. It comes from everywhere. Jim Gardner said it was like that. He said he'd fill the can. And, and you couldn't get away from it. Well, Jim Gardner's a truthful man. I don't think he can ever become a member of the Riders of the Purple Sage. No, but he's a good candidate for the Hoos and I think I know his name. Hey,
5: guys, look! The, the ghost. ghost! A white ghost
3: on a white horse! He's riding the ridge above Cutler's Ranch. Come on, boys.
1: Yeah! The
3: shortcut! He stopped! you shoot, let me go ahead he's disappeared pull up boys boy how could you miss him he's such a perfect target i missed him on purpose al on purpose for a good reason i hope johnny back at the campfire i wrote two questions on a piece of paper I want you to take the piece of paper and ride the big deer and... Right now? Right now. When you get there, call the ranger station and ask the ranger these two questions and bring the answers back as quick as you can get here. Okay. But it'll be about six in the morning. Good. We'll be at the Cutler's. you'd think that old rooster would be so scared he'd never crow again. When the sun comes up, a rooster's going to crow, Mr. Cutler, irregardless. And I'd like to see that very same rooster go right on crowing on that very same
5: fence. Boy, I... I hate
3: to bring up the subject again, Mr. Cutler, but if you'll just stick with us for 24 hours... But I
5: saw the ghost last night, boy.
3: Right up there in the ridge. We saw him, too. But I think we can lay him to rest if you won't sell out. At least not to Andy Sequus.
5: Well, Andy didn't want anybody to sell out to him. He, he pooh-poohs the ghost. Hey,
3: here comes John. That ain't Johnny...
5: Oh, oh, that's Andy. Hey, come on out, boys. I I want you to meet him.
6: Hello, Andy. Hello, Mr. Cutler. Andy, uh, this boy Willing, Al Sloy, Want you to know him. Hello, Andy. Andy? You, uh, hear it last night, Andy? What? The ghost. (laughs) Mr. Cutler, I think all you folks are going crazy. I didn't hear anything. Well, I... Uh Al, you... Didn't hear the ghost? No, I was sound asleep. Well, I heard it. My family heard it. Mr. Cutler, don't tell me you want to sell out to me, too. Mr. Cutler
3: has half decided to stay here and set the ghost out. Well, I'm glad to hear it. If there's a ghost, of course. But, Andy...
6: Uh... I'm riding down to Big Deer, Mr. Cutler. Got to register the deed to the Gardner Ranch. Anything I can do for you down there? No. No, thanks, Andy. Well, all right. And you stick around. No sense in me owning the whole canyon.
3: There sure ain't. Yeah, but am I beat? Hello, Mr. Cutler. Oh, Johnny. Did you get it, Johnny? Yeah, boy. Here's the answer to your question. Well, Mr. Cutler, you're going to have to sell anyway. I he am. Is? Yeah, but not to Andy Sequis. Come on, boys. While Andy's on his way to Big Deer, we're going to look around where the ghost disappeared last night. equipment stashed away in this little cave which our friend so carefully camouflaged. There's a lot of equipment, but what is it? Yeah, our friend Mr. Seekless is a ham operator. What is that?
5: I had to ask the ranger if
3: there are any ham operators around here and I felt silly. Why, Johnny, any fool knows that a ham operator is somebody that operates on hams. (laughs) I kill myself. Please do. What is it, though, boy? Andy operates a shortwave broadcasting outfit. This is it. Shortwave. Al, you ride up to the other end of the canyon and see if you can find something that looks like this up in a tree. What will I do with it if I find it? Leave it there. Johnny, you look down at the lower end of the canyon for the same thing. Okay. And I'm going to Andy's and see if he's got any white laying around the barn. <laughs> Andy, I'm real glad you consented to come along with Johnny and me.
6: Well, to tell you the truth for, I don't see much sense in it, riding around the canyon in the middle of the night.
3: Well, I think maybe with your help we can find this ghost. Ah, uh, there's no ghost around here.
6: Those people are nuts. They're out of their minds.
5: Well, I'm not going out of my mind, and I saw it. That's
6: right. Whoa, boy, whoa.
3: And I heard it, too.
6: Right up there on the ridge. That's where we saw the ghost.
3: And the sounds he made. Wow.
6: Well, I never heard anything or seen anything, so I'm not going to let myself believe in it. The rest you want, it's okay with me. Only the gardeners and the Fremonts and the rest of them were darn fools to sell out and move away. And I told them so.
3: How much did you pay them for the ranch, bandy
6: $1,000 a ranch. I bet I could have had them for $500.
5: Why, those ranches are worth $5,000 apiece if
6: they're worth a dime. Sure they are. You think I'm going to turn them down if those people are such fools? What in inanimate... the name of... The ghost! What's going on here? What kind of a gag are you guys trying to pull? What
1: a scary ghost.
6: There ain't no ghost. I know there ain't. I mean, you mean what? Andy? It's a trick. It's some kind of a trick. A trick about like the one you tried to pull, isn't it? I didn't try to pull anything. It was legitimate. I mean, we know what you mean, Andy. We found your little
3: broadcasting set up in the cave. What's that got to do with it? I'm a licensed ham operator. Sure, I know it. I know too that you've got receivers and amplifiers in each end of the canyon. I have not. Oh yes, you have. You great big fat ghost, you. Uh, but look, fellas, I. And I, I found the whitewash you put on your horse when you appeared on the ridge last night. We also know why you wanted people to move out of this canyon, even though you told them you thought they should stay. I didn't want them to move. <laughs> You wanted people to sell out to you cheap because you found out there's a government dam going across Little Deer River at the lower end. How did you know? This whole canyon's going to be a reservoir, and the government's going to buy the land at a decent price from the owners. Look, fellas, maybe we can make a deal. We sure can, brother. We're going to ride down to Big Deer with you while you deed back to those people the ranches you tricked them out of. And you'll do it with a grant deed, and you won't try to get your money back. But I, I don't understand. And then you'll get out of this part of the country. Or do you want to have a lot of trouble? I... All right, All right, fellas. I'll do it. (laughs) Okay. Johnny, for it, dry space right up and tell Al he can quit being the ghost of Little Deer Canyon.
0: Well, Foy and the boy sure solved the problem of the so-called ghost in Little Deer Canyon. You probably don't need any ghost problems solved, but if you've got any menu problems, you'll find Weber's bread can be plenty helpful. The downright goodness of Weber's means more meal appeal. Each fresh, tender, flavorsome slice makes any food more satisfying, more nourishing, too. For example, have you still got some leftover turkey? Try it creamed and serve on crisp slices of Weber's toast. Or try cold turkey sandwiches on tender slices of Weber's bread spread with cranberry sauce. Any way you eat Weber's bread, it's got a flavor you never tire of. So buy Weber's bread, always fresh, tender, and delicious, in the blue and white gingham wrapper.
2: Now the riders of the Purple Sage and the ever-great Tumbling Tumbleweeds.
1: Tumbling down, pledging their love to the
4: ground, lonely but free I'll be found, drifting along with the
3: tumble and tumbleweed, cares
4: of the past are behind, no. Just where the trail will wind Drifting along with the tumble and tumbleweed I know when night is gone That a new world's born at dawn I'll keep
1: rolling along
3: Here on the range, I belong, drifting along with the tumble and tumbleweed.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: is gone That a new world's born at Dawn, dawn I'll keep rolling along Deep in my heart is a song Here on the range I belong
3: Drifting along with the tumbling Humble Wee. Now, Eddie, what'll it be for? Well, one of our favorite is a song of yours. One you wrote and recorded for Victor, and which has had tremendous popularity. Well, let's commence. The boys and I would like to join you, Eddie, in singing that great song. That's how much I love you. How about it? Okay.
4: <laughs> If I had a nickel, I know what I would do. I'd spend it all for candy and give it all to you. I'd spend it all for candy and give it all to you. Cause that's how much I love you, baby. That's how much I love you. Now if you were a picture, I'd hang you on the wall. I'd
3: sit where I could see you and never move at all. I'd sit where I
4: could see you and never move at all. Cause that's how much I love you, baby. That's how much I love you. Now if you were a tiger, I'd hang around your den. I'd fester you, my honey, until you let me I'd fester you, my honey. Until you let me in, cause that's how much I love you, baby, that's how much I love you.
3: Never move a hair. I stand and let you bite me. I never move a hair. Cause oh, that's how much I love you, baby. That's how much I love you.
4: Well, if you want to marry, now let me tell you what. I'll go and find the parson and let him tie the knot. We'll go and find the parson and let him tie the knot. Cause oh, that's how much I love you.
1: Baby, that's
3: how much I love you. Well, that about does it for this time, friends. We're always glad when you can be with us, and we want to invite you to join us again next week. Our thanks to Eddie Arnold, who appeared through the courtesy of Ralston Purina Company, Tyler McVeigh, and also John T. Smith for helping us tell our story. This is Four Willing speaking for Al Sloey, Johnny Paul, Scotty Harrell, the Riders of the Purple Sage, saying so long and the best of luck to all
4: of you. Drifting
1: along, singing a song under a western moon. And moon, moon, moon. From Hollywood,
2: you've heard. Your All-Star Western Theater, a VM Bear production starring America's great Western singers, Boy Willing, and the riders of the Purple Sage. The script was written and directed by Scott Farnworth. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking.
0: Western Theater was recorded earlier and came to you from Columbia Square. This is KNX in Los Angeles, inviting you to listen to Vaughn Monroe at 9.30 tonight. It's 27 seconds until 7 p.m. B-U-L-O-V-A Bulova watch time. To get the best selection and service, choose your Christmas Bulova now. Bulova watches are priced from
1: $24.75 to $2,500 at Better Jewelers Everywhere.